Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. It's Monday the 29th of March. My name is Zara Seidler and as always, helping me make sense of today's news is Sam Kozlowski. Making news today, Andrew Lamming to leave politics. A case of COVID-19 in Brisbane. Some good news about a driving teacher in Queensland. And a breakdown of Brazil's COVID crisis. Here's today's Daily Digest. So this story is causing more than a headache for the Prime Minister, but Liberal National MP Andrew Lamming has announced he won't contest the next federal election. He'll also be stepping aside from parliamentary duties in the meantime after a Brisbane woman accused Lamming of taking a photo of her visible underwear in 2019, and two women accused the MP of online harassment. During his period of medical leave, Lamming will undergo courses in empathy and appropriate communication, as well as clinical counselling. Health authorities in Queensland have backtracked on claims a 20-year-old man who was waiting for his COVID-19 test results hosted a 25-person party. Queensland's Deputy Police Commissioner said our initial indications were that there were more than we thought at the house, but our contact tracing inquiries have established that in fact there were only five others. It is believed some individuals were allowed to be at the house, while authorities were checking the others for any breaches. I think we were all a bit confused reading that story, so it's good that the police have now come out with a bit of an explanation. Over to the US, the state of Georgia has introduced a controversial new voting law. The new law adds ID requirements for mail-in ballots that previously only required a signature. It bans the distribution of food and water in voting lines. It adds additional state power to take control of voting operations if problems occur. It limits drop boxes for absentee ballots and it shortens early voting for runoff elections. President Joe Biden came out with fierce criticism of the move, saying that this law, like so many others being pursued by the Republicans, is a blatant attack on the Constitution. And today's good news is about an elderly volunteer driving instructor from Logan, Queensland. Ep Lammers, who's 86, has chalked up his 7,000th hour of helping disadvantaged youth learn to drive. In Queensland, you need 100 hours of driving to get a driver's license. By my maths, he's helped out over 700 young people in Queensland. For today's deep dive, I was tempted to talk about the bin fire that is Australian politics, but there is a real crisis going on on the other side of the world, and that is the COVID-19 crisis currently unfolding in Brazil. Now, you might have seen some headlines about this, but just last week, Brazil ticked over 300,000 deaths from COVID-19, and a former president of Brazil called it the biggest genocide in history. That's pretty significant language, and I think it's worth a deep dive. So catch me up in one minute on the state of affairs in Brazil. That is no easy task, but Brazil now accounts for a quarter of the entire world's COVID-19 deaths. More than 12 million people have been affected, including the president, On Saturday alone, there were 3,438 deaths. And Brazil's health institute, Fiocruz, has said the analysis by our researchers suggests it's the biggest collapse of the hospital and health service in Brazil's history. We've seen a lot of countries like the US and Italy turn the corner in recent months because of the vaccine rollout. Are we not seeing anything similar in Brazil? No, we're not, to be frank. Uh, So the president of Brazil told everyone to stop whining about the pandemic earlier this month. He's flouted expert advice on lockdowns and face masks. He's pushed a drug regime that he calls an early treatment package that scientists say actually just doesn't work. And he's been a really vocal critic against vaccines. At a governmental level, President Bolsonaro has now sworn in his fourth health minister since the pandemic began. 
It's absolute shambles. The vaccine rollout is not going to plan and there were a number of vaccines that were going to be held for the second rollout and they've had to be brought forward because so many people across the country just have not had access to the vaccine. So with this massive spike in the last few days, has there been any government response? Yes, so seemingly a bit late in the picture, but Bolsonaro has launched a crisis committee to deal with a pandemic. Not entirely sure why that's taken a year, but here we are. As I said, he's also sworn in a new health minister, and that health minister replaces an army general who's currently under investigation by the Supreme Court over alleged negligence. Beyond that, it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot more being done by the government. Bolsonaro, who I said earlier had contracted COVID-19, is seemingly putting the economy before the health outcomes for the country. Reading news like this really just drives home how lucky we are in this country. I mean, we've spoken a lot about this one case that's arisen in Queensland, and now there's a significant governmental response in place. And just reading this news is really, really dire and just, again, makes you so thankful to live where we do live. When countries continue to make strong COVID-19 recoveries, do you expect them to provide extra assistance to countries like Brazil that are really struggling under the pressure of the pandemic? I think it's a matter of time before we see other countries helping or providing aid to Brazil, especially because we're starting to see cases of the Brazilian variant manifest in other countries across South America and North America. And we know that it is highly contagious. And therefore, those nations are at risk just as Brazil is. That's all we have time for today. But you can follow us on Instagram throughout the day at The Daily Oz. We're going to do a bit of a push this week for reviews of the podcast. How many should we aim for? Let's go five. We're going to aim for five reviews. It would really mean the world to us. Please, not just you, mum. Or you, (laughs) mum. And we'll speak to you tomorrow. See ya. See ya.